1: What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. I'm your host, Derek Larger. Joining me, my guy, Drake, from the Horseshoe Huddle. Had to get him in here on this video. Today, guys, we're going to be talking about a topic here. And before I get into this, uh, again, for anyone that wasn't in the live stream, I apologize for the white wall with nothing on it right now. Uh, I just moved and I still have to get some stuff put up back here. I'm going to work on that over the weekend, so you know you might see a few videos of me having a blank background, but by the end of the weekend, I should have this a little bit more filled up, and it'll look more like a relatively decent space. But uh, we have to talk about this, Drake, because I'm seeing it more and more now from Indianapolis Colts fans, and you had a very distinct word to describe this. We're seeing a ton of people talk about how the Colts should just stay at number four and should just draft whatever quarterback happens to be there at number four and just take whoever it's there. Uh, you had a very interesting word to describe that scenario. What was that word?
2: Uh, that word was, that's very dangerous. Yeah, and, and the reason that that's dangerous is because each one of these guys is completely different. You know, number one, each one specializes, if you will, in something totally different than the other. And number two is if you're risking, let's say that you want, you know, one of the four guys you're risking just saying, you know what I bet. And I think, and assume you're assuming actually that they're just going to fall to number four and with as savvy as these guys are, uh, guys and gals are in the NFL, um, you know, the NFL staffs around the league, they don't mess around. They will beat you to the punch. They will take your quarterback. They usually don't even show their hand. We all know Ballard definitely really didn't show his hand. Um, but if they do stay at number four, just assume that their guy's going to fall to him, there's a good chance that he's going to get taken.
1: Yeah, I mean, I brought the stat out. Only There's only a 25% chance that you actually get the quarterback that you want if you stay at number four. and we can all assume that if one of those quarterbacks includes Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, the likelihood is it's far less of a percent chance. It's more like one or one to 5% chance that you get that opportunity because that is what the majority of people are insinuating that those two are ahead of the punch because they're further along in their development of their quarterback skills rather than guys like Will Levis and Anthony Richardson. So, you know, if you're wanting to get one of those guys, staying at number four is, no, there is no shot that you get that. And then, of course, like you said, with teams beating you to the punch, I mean, we the Bears have been open about it, that the number one pick is up for grabs. They're wanting to trade it away. And if the Colts don't do it, somebody else will. So that's another quarterback that you get taken off the board. And the Cardinals as well have been open saying that they've received calls from teams wanting to get to number three. So, I mean, Drake, it's funny because, you know, a month ago, everyone was saying, oh, Anthony Richardson might, you know, be in the top 15. Uh, Will Levis will probably be a top 10 pick. It's getting to the point, Drake, where I think that if, if you don't if you don't take it colts fans you might only have one quarterback left to pick from by the time pick number 4 comes around and like you said that's kind of a very scary situation to think about cuz it went from a few of these guys being potential top 10 picks to now they're almost guaranteed to get picked in the top 5
2: yeah and uh, especially when you um sorry i didn't mean to shout yeah even now when you're thinking about all four of these guys um yeah you know there's four quarterbacks you are number 4 okay the logic is okay yeah we'll get a guy here's the thing though do you really want that to be oh all right you know what <sighs> All right, at least we got somebody. No, you, they are excited about one of these guys more than the others. All yeah. right, it's just true. It's very rare that a team in the Colts' position are they're, that they're like these two guys are perfect fits okay because it's very rare that you're going to have two guys that are that similar so they've got a guy in mind and if you just sit there assuming he's going to fall to four and like you said i love that you brought up bryce young or cj stroud there is there are multiple multiple analysts mock drafts everything that just think that everyone's going to jump at to number one for them so you haven't really heard levis or richardson until recently number one mock drafts but Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, yeah, your chances are even less if you just sit there at number four, assuming that this team's going to take this guy. I mean, you could have three completely different teams in each one of those spots, hypothetically.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's the big question, right, is everyone has been saying that the whole argument stems off the idea that a lot of fans think there is not that big of a difference between all four of these guys. So that just means oh, well, you could just take a chance on any of them because they're they're not that different is what their argument is. But to sit there and say that these guys, there isn't a gap in any of these players is just nonsense. If you talk about, yes, we believe that with Shane Steichen and some of the offensive staff that he has put together could develop every single one of these quarterbacks. That's true, but what, but, They talked about it in the pressers yesterday, Drake. I mean, they talk about um, the quarterbacks all coming in different ways, all different shapes and sizes. And he talked about – and Shane Steichen talked about um, that you can teach guys different techniques through learning the fundamentals and everything. But there are guys that are further ahead in their development than others. How much does that weigh into a decision like that? I mean, do they want to take a chance on a guy like CJ Stroud, who's more developed in his passing, or do they want to take a chance on an Anthony Richardson because they just can't get over how physically gifted the guy is? It's just one of those situations where these guys all have different skill levels. They all excel at things differently than everyone else does. Their mindsets are different. They all may uh, have certain qualities, but some of these guys may be smarter than others. Some of these guys might be better at football than others. Just It's one of those generic fan arguments that I don't think that these guys are that far apart, so therefore we can just go with anyone. They could theoretically do that, but like you said before, one of these guys, these the Colts have to love more than the other, and that's why there's more incentive to trade up rather than stay at number four.
2: Well, and and also, uh, I actually take back. Well, I mean, it still could hypothetically happen, but there's a really good chance. Let me rephrase it: that the number one and three spots are totally different teams than you know the Cardinals or the Bears. I do think Houston's going to stay at number 2 or if anything trade forward to number 1. Uh, but you don't want other AFC rivals, you know, being in those positions to take a guy like a Richardson. If you really believe he's the guy or a Levis if you really think that that's the future of the team. Um, even you got to think there's really not, you know, for the people that do think there's a lot of separation, there's really not in the regard of how of the picks. Okay. So the Colts really aren't moving forward. I mean, they're gonna have to give up something for the number one spot, but they're not really moving a huge margin forward. Okay. So like that will be probably put into account with the trade as well, but for the number one pick, yeah, it's worth it. I think that, uh, I think it was on no horsing around. They get, they, they showed they had, a someone in the chat actually laid out what, the pick or what the trade was for my homes to go, to go, you know, the chiefs to go up and get Mahomes, and it, yeah, it looks, you know, kind of gaudy, but it turns out it was a pretty good idea, you know, to, to take a chance like that. So it's always a chance. Yes. Is there a chance it could bite them in the butt? There's a chance all four of these guys are busts. Okay. Like who knows? Seriously, you just don't know. So you got to take that chance. And I think that they'd be foolish to just sit there at number four.
1: Again, yeah, it's another argument for the people who are saying just stay at number four, that they don't want to trade. They don't want to give up any of these assets to do this. Yes, the Indianapolis Colts are a lot further away from their uh, respective goal of winning a Super Bowl as – uh, than what they previously thought they were. But that is all the incentive to make sure you get the right guy at quarterback. You can always go get other guys to make this team better. And, but you need the guy that for the next 10 years, you can work on that guy and say, this guy is going to lead this team for 10 years, 10, 15 years. And, we have a chance to build around him something we have not been able to do for the last almost five years now and get it right. That's all the incentive. I don't care how much it takes. At the end of the day, people are like, oh, well, you can't bet the lot on these guys when you potentially think they're going to be busts. Everyone always has that question. There's never been a prospect in the history of the NFL. People will tell you that this guy's Hall of Fame goaded, no question about it, but there's never been a number one pick ever in the history of the NFL that people said, this guy for sure 100% will never not be good. It's just not logical. There's always an opportunity for that. There are plenty of number one overall quarterbacks in previous and recent history that have gone on to not be very good quarterbacks. Okay. So it happens sometimes, but when you're playing the game of chance, you have to go and do that. You have to get it right. So if the Colts think there is one guy above everyone else in this draft class, regardless of it's Bryce Young, which from all accounts, from what we've been hearing with Ballard and Ursay. Even though they do a pretty good job of not leaking things, it sounds very, very, very likely, Drake, that they're looking into Bryce Young a lot. And whether that's Stroud, Richardson, if they feel that they're willing to take on the risk of a development for two or three years to get him to where they want him to be. And, you know, maybe it's Will Levis. I don't know. But you have to go and get the guy if you want to take an opportunity on that because. If you don't and you just settle for what is best, you're just going to end up being right back where you belong.
2: Uh, well, and again, the, uh, another facet to why it's so dangerous is that you're thinking Houston is going to get a quarterback. There's no question about that. They're not just going to settle on Mills. They're not going to you know, sign Carr. That's not happening. They're getting a quarterback. They're in your division. Then you got to point your finger over to, or then you got to point your eyes over to the Jaguars, who are officially there. They're here to take over the division. They just took it over. They had one of the greatest comebacks I've ever seen in the playoffs. Okay. And Mm -hmm. all you did was take their, uh, I believe it was their pass game coordinator. All right. Like, do I have all the confidence in JBC? Of course. But you, oh, that's all you took from him. Peterson's going to still have Lawrence on point, point. and then you got to look over to the Titans, who even if they did "quote unquote" commit to Tannehill, they're not entirely sold. You can tell on Malik Willis. Maybe they go up and take a quarterback like Richardson. Okay, and they are still dangerous enough to win the division. You cannot afford to just say, you know what, this was our third favorite. You know, at yeah. four, great. No, you need to do everything you can, albeit within reason for the number one pick right. you don't want to give away everything but yeah you need the guy you can't just sit there because the division will leave you behind if you don't get the right guy that fits Shane Steichen's offense that he wants
1: yeah a hundred percent and I mean I've heard um from my buddy Chase who does uh some sports podcasting as well he's heard from people saying that could you imagine if even if the Texans go with a quarterback this year Drake say, um they need. They end up doing I- insanely bad next year as well, potentially, and they may stick around with that n- potential number one overall pick again, they could get Caleb Williams, dude. Caleb Williams has a very likely chance that he could still potentially be in our division for years and years to come, and everyone is raving about Caleb Williams being the next generational quarterback so, again, all the influence to get this right. And even if you, and you know what? I, I'm i looking at things and I say, people are like, well, why would you want to trade up to get Anthony Richardson at this point? Let's say for some instance, they believe Anthony Richardson is the guy. Like if Landon Oliver, who talk, I talk with, says, you know, this is the guy. They have to go get him. And you know what? If, if it costs you to make sure that you secure that Anthony Richardson is your guy at number one, before I used to say that they probably didn't have to, but what if another team has that same attitude? What if the Carolina Panthers, what if the Atlanta Falcons, what if another team just out of left field is willing to throw three first-rounders, a second-rounder, a third-rounder, all this, to go and secure the fact that they might get Anthony Richardson. There are teams that we've seen crazy trades done before. So you know what? If it it comes back to it, so be it. I'm going to fully commit to whichever quarterback we want to, but I don't want the Colts to have another issue where they stayed put didn't take the chance and got stuck with the third or fourth best option for them when they could have, but when they were in prime position to make it happen, if Chris Ballard would have just done more. And I think based off what we've seen this year and this off season going the way it has Drake, I don't see any other option. You either lose your job by going out with a bang and trying, or you lose your job by not trying and you uh, get Thought of as an embarrassment.
2: Well, and uh, you know, a, a point that you made just now, which needs to be said, is think about the, uh, the aforementioned. I mean, there's probably other teams that I'm missing right now because I don't have a pull up in front of me, but think about the Falcons, who are not going to keep Mariota, by the way. yeah All right. Think about the Falcons and think about the Panthers. Both of those teams are going to go with a new quarterback. All yep. right. They do not have the luxury of being in the top four to sit. They have to go up. They're not going to go probably – I don't even think they'd go to three, okay, unless they were really sold that a guy fell behind. And yeah. they were like, oh my gosh, which do they take that chance? They will be more willing to go up to number one to go take that guy. So for the Colts, you have to think about both of those teams that are not even in your your conference that could benefit from a guy like a Richardson. And they're they're going to say, I don't give a crap. Let's do it. And they're going to go up and take it.
1: Again, it just goes back to the <laughs> idea of thinking like you just can't, you can't take the chance on what other teams are going to do. I mean, even come draft night, if you're still there at number four and you don't make a trade at least to the top three, I mean, I've even mentioned the idea Drake of just moving into the top three. Cause at least then if you're wanting to talk about taking a chance then fine, you know for an absolute fact that you're going to have two quarterbacks there to kind of pick between two of them. That increases your odds, but... That even then, still, what we presume will be Will Levis and Anthony Richardson, was that worth? uh, Was that worth it? Was was one of those two guys worth doing that? And who knows? Maybe it's not. I mean, maybe it's C.J. Stroud and Will Levis. Maybe it's Bryce Young and Will Levis because Bryce Young may fall because of the size. Who knows? But like, you can't. It's hard to play the uh, oddball game on this right now because this is your franchise. Like, this is it. Like, this is this is the last chance for Chris Ballard to prove to Jim Ursay that he's got something in him to actually make this franchise better. So I just hope that they'll do it, man, because I don't want to stick at number four and just get stuck with Will Levis if the Colts didn't deem Will Levis to be the best fit for them.
2: Well, and you also got to think, like, that's another factor in why I, I – I've also made the argument at times. I think before all of the hype now with Richardson, who who I've been one hundred percent behind, but I've been kind of surprised to see the sudden hype now. And then Levis, I don't understand the hate. I do think the guy has a lot of potential. Um, you you got to, I mean, you kind of got to think here also that Ballard's job is on the line, so he can't afford to sit there and just be like, "All right, we're sold on this guy," but these next three. Eh. You know what? I really don't want to move up though. No way. <laughs> I I think that if I'm making a prediction, it's going to happen. I, I don't think I think Steichen's going to say this is my guy that I think is going to succeed the best in my offense. And Ballard's going to think two things. One, I'm sick of losing. And two, I should probably listen to this guy because he knows exactly what's what he wants on the field. And my job's on the line. And if I don't knock this out of the park, I'm probably done. That contract's going to get cut short.
1: And you know what? Maybe it is in that situation where the entire, most of the Colts organization is in agreement that there are three different quarterbacks that are all right here, like where they're all so close with each other that we don't really care who we get. We feel confident in Shane Sykin's ability to do so. Maybe that is. Maybe there's the possibility that there is that way, but. I would highly doubt that there is, uh, because that's a that's a <laughs> that's fantasy land when it that's comes to chance. quarterbacks. Because you're talking about potential with all these guys. All these guys have potential. All these guys have bust potential. It, it just all depends on what Shane Steichen and this offense feels is the best direction going forward with a quarterback and obviously all of these guys have different skill sets and how they attack the game so it's very important that they figure that out because I know I know for a fact that Shane Steichen is not sitting there and saying okay I'm going to develop two or three different schemes here and whichever quarterback we get that's the scheme I'm going to go with I'm very positive that there is a uh, scheme that Shane Sykin wants to go with, and this is the quarterback that's best going to fit it. Let's go get that guy. Of course, you know, random things happen, but we will just have to see. But that's going to do it for this video, guys. Uh, Let us know your thoughts in the comments on, you know, the Colts staying put at number four for just any quarterback that falls to them. We think it's a flawed argument. What do you guys think? But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Shout out to my guy, Drake, for helping me out. And as always, guys, go Colts.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality.